welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but them views, they are amazing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Uh, I am your host, your moderator this week. My real name is Carol. My name is Carol. The guys like to call me Coach K. I don't particularly like it because there's so many people out there named Coach K. But we'll... Uh, We'll get a little bit more into that in a little bit. This week, we are bringing you another edition of From the Break Room. And for those of you that are new to the platform, the break, the break room is basically just, usually just features just myself uh, and features you, nothing else. We don't talk about current events. We don't talk about anything else that's going on. We talk about you specifically and you getting in tune with yourself. So for those of you that don't know, my entrepreneurship endeavors involve helping you tune in to the most authentic version of yourself or helping you tune into that gift that maybe you haven't quite identified or maybe you don't know that you've been putting it in use. But that is what I really do. And it's so fitting uh, that this week, I, I'm going to call this one the red pill and the blue pill, like the Matrix, for those of you that, have, that may or may not have seen it. Um, basically, the, the choice comes down to you choosing the life uh, that is unfiltered, that is uninfluenced, that is, is you determining the path of your life, you determining what you will and won't do, not society or, or somebody else or, you know, some extreme extrinsic extrinsic belief anyway this week i want to talk about the new fake it till you make it and and before i do that just want to let you know that if this is your first episode which i believe this is episode 157 let's say i could be wrong but if you haven't heard the other 156 i definitely encourage you to do so you can do that on google play SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Vimeo, YouTube. You can catch us on our IG page or our Facebook at 13th Floor, please. And we'll definitely have a website coming soon. I can't wait till the guys hear this so they can hear that we have a website coming soon. Can't wait to hear their reaction. But I'm going to propose something. I'm going to propose that from now on, instead of me being referred to as Coach K, I'd be referred to as Morpheus from the matrix. And uh, yeah, I think I am the Morpheus of the 13th floor. But anyway, let's get to the topic of today. For those of you that have listened, you know, I absolutely have a just deep disdain for the fake it till you make it methodology or a thought process. To me, you're just not being once again, your authentic self, you are showing something to somebody that is basically what you think they want to see in order for you to get your way in the door. But then once you're in the door, maybe you fake it till you make it a little bit longer, but your life becomes miserable. And this could be a relationship, you know, for those of you that every time that you were going on a date, you cleaned up the house, you cooked, you did all this stuff and this stuff that you wouldn't normally do. Um, all your clothes were folded and put away. It could be your job. You know, you don't normally talk a certain way or dress a certain way, but that day 
you know, you, you took your dress or you took your suit to the cleaners and got everything pressed. And, you know, on a regular, you don't iron, you don't do any of that. Um, and then you just get yourself in a situation where you're putting on a costume every day to go interact. And some of you are successful at wearing that costume for a, lo a costume for a long period of time. But then when it's, when it's okay for you to be yourself, depending on how long you've been wearing the costume, it's difficult, right? The example that I draw would be police officers that go deep undercover and they're undercover for a long period of time. At some point, the lines get blurred between who's the character that they were undercover as and who is the real person. And a lot of people end up having to go to counseling and therapy and whatnot because they've adapted this persona that was not theirs, but because they've been doing it so long, you just become that. A lot of people don't know I speak Spanish. And yes, I have family that's from Venezuela, but I wasn't born speaking Spanish. Um, I learned Spanish in school in an international studies program. And, and the whole goal was for you to be completely emerged, right? A complete immersion program into it. So I took all my subjects in Spanish. And then the whole goal was that if that's all I'm exposed to and that's all I'm interacting as, I'm gonna learn Spanish. Well, that's just a language, but the same thing happens for your behavior, your identity. Let's talk about the new term for fake it till you make it, because that's what really got me going this week. And I heard it a couple of weeks ago and I just let it go. And then it just, it came up again. I think it's on somebody else's podcast. Um, they had a, a group of successful people that were talking about, and it hurts me to even say it, the term code switching. Let me just pause right there. I'm gonna say it again, code switching. Basically what it means is that based on the environment that you're in, you switch, your code switches so that you can interact, you can get what you want out of said environment. I don't have a problem with people being flexible. I don't have a problem with, pe with people being adaptable or people being able to compromise. However, when you decide that you're gonna switch to somebody else's code just for temporary gain, that is letting that person know that their code is more important than yours or that group of people that their code is the prototype. Their code is the preferred type. And you are basically sending them a sign and a signal that your code is flawed, that your code is not good enough to warrant you to be in that situation, in that space, in that relationship, whatever it may be. And I want to challenge people to realize that that's what we're doing. And it's just a new, it's, it's fake it till you make it 2.0. At what point do we just present ourselves as the people that we are and the things and the people that recognize us and that value us, those are the people that we rock with.
Those are the people that we choose to interact with. Those are the people we work with. Those are people we get into relationships with. But instead, we do this code switching, which do you think they don't know that we code switch? They absolutely know. And to them, they realize, you know what, here's something I can take advantage of. This person is basically going to do whatever it is I want to do, whatever it is I want them to do in order for them to succeed, to be in this relationship, to be with me, to, to, to get this money. So I would say that code switching is just another tool that we, we take pride in, that I can go into this corporate environment and I can code switch and I don't have to talk the way I would normally talk, but is that something to be prideful of? Is that something, I mean, I get it. It's, it's hey, look, being bilingual is awesome, um, but I would never want to be a bi person, a bi personality, a bi identity. And unfortunately, when you code switch, you're not just bi, sometimes you're tri, sometimes you're quadruple. Uh, I'm gonna stop there because I'm gonna make up what the, the multiples are, but some of you have so many personalities that it's impossible for you to have one that's just the dominant personality. One that's just the, the ultimate expression of who you are. And I think at the end of the day, it's just one more tool that helps to maintain the status quo. And if we really want people to respect who you are, your identity, uh, your nationality, your race, whatever it is, I think we have to demand that you respect our code and that we never switch and that you realize that, look, my code is just as significant and impactful as your code is. And until we get to that point, we're going to continue to be disrespected. We're going to continue to have people that create their own version of what our code is and and, and they feel like we're affirming their thoughts when we code switch. I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense. I, I really hope I am. But it just seems to me that's just another thing that gets us further away from who we are, from our, from, from our identity, from all the things that we really want. We want people to respect us. We want them to see us as human beings. We want them to see us as equal in some cases even though a lot of times we're greater, but we sacrifice our greatness to operate in, I don't even know what to operate in, just to operate in what's accepted, what's safe, what's popular. So it comes down to red pill or blue pill the red pill is the one that you take if, you know what? I'm gonna be 100% unfiltered. I'm gonna be 100% organic, right? Some of us are out there shopping for organic food and paying extra money, but we won't invest that same energy into being ourselves and being our, our, our organic self. What's the purpose of eating organic food if you're not gonna be an organic being? It's self-defeating. I'm not gonna keep you all long today. I just wanted to put that on your plate and have it be something for you to think about. Are you code switching? Is that what you've mastered? 
code switching? Is that something to be proud of? The last I checked, the people that seem to be in power, I don't see them code switching. They make it real clear. This is our code. We'll die for it. We'll fight for it. We'll bleed for it. What would happen if we did the same? Everybody's asking what's next. What do we do now? What happened from this moment? What would happen from this moment if you decided this is my code and I'm going to die for it. I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to bleed for it. And I'm going to encourage everybody else around me to operate in their code. I think the respect would change. I think the reverence would increase. I think what we stand for would actually be something. I think we'd actually stand. Because when we code switch, we take a back seat. We're sitting down somewhere. I'm going to leave it at that this week. Red pill or blue pill, you decide. Hey, I want to thank you all for joining us on the 13th floor for this episode of The Break Room. And uh, yeah, I encourage you, break away. Break away from that stuff that's not for you. Break away from those false images, those false facades that you put out there. And I hope you come back to join us on the 13th floor. I hope you tune into the break room. And I really want you guys to leave comments. What are your thoughts? Is code switching good? Is it needed? Is it necessary? Or is it debilitating? To you as an individual, to your family, the example that we set for everybody that comes after you, is it debilitating to us as black people or just, I don't care who you are, is it debilitating to you as a Hispanic person? Is it debilitating to anybody that's not actually in high culture or the prototype, the ideal image? Hey. I'm the Morpheus of the 13th floor, also known as Carol, also known as the Tuner. Thank you all for tuning in. Once again, you can catch us on iCloud, SoundCloud, <laughs> iCloud. You can't catch us on iCloud. You might be able to catch somebody's backed up episodes in iCloud, but that's not where you're going to find us. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, IG, Facebook. Hey, have a great weekend. Talk to you Welcome next time. to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. Hey, 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 hey.